I'm Jay Pitts, a real estate broker, agent, leader, and investor. For the last decade, I've navigated the craziest of real estate markets this country has ever seen, selling over 2,000 homes, moving in and out of markets, always ahead of the curve. And now I'm bringing that perspective to you. This is your resource, and Real Talk About Real Estate starts right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Resource Real Talk about real estate. I'm Gabe Pruitt. Yo, we're lots back. Of, lots of energy of today. Of course, dude. I love it. Look, this is my favorite day of the week. Me too. I love doing this. My favorite day of the week. I get to come talk to you folks, get to chat with you, Gabe, get to have wonderful guests. Oh, yeah. Made even more exciting by our friend and guest today, Debbie Holloway, who is here on the show. She's going to be talking to us in a little while about today's topic, which is coaching. We're talking about sales coaching, specifically real estate coaching, uh, some of the benefits, what it is, why you might consider it if you're somebody that's in the industry. Uh, and Debbie is a great person to shed some light on. You want to kind of talk about who Debbie is and why she's a, an authority on this? Yeah, so De- Debbie is somewhat a mentor of mine. Um, you know, she's you know, one of the head, basically the head of Team Plus Coaching at the number one coaching organization, or the largest, I should say. Number one is a is an opinion for debate, I guess. But certain metrics, and certainly my opinion, Tom Ferry Coaching is the best out there. And Debbie is the head of Team Plus Coaching, which is the highest level. Which is a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. We're, we're two for two right now with some pretty heavy gets here on the show. We had Tom a couple weeks ago, and we have Debbie today. I mean, we're doing pretty good. No, absolutely. So Debbie is head of Team Plus Coaching, uh, basically in control of the curriculum, if you will, and the experience of Team Plus Coaching at Tom Ferry. And Debbie's just got a resume that is like literally too long to even cite every line. <laughs> it's just you just can't you can't get through it. But so much knowledge, so much context. You guys are going to really like what she has to say. Not to mention a Louisville native, right? Louisville native. I am. We are fortunate to have her here in Louisville as prevalent as she is on the national stage and, and the amount of influence that she has to have her here locally and to be somewhat of a mentor to us is very, is very powerful. Awesome. Well, like I said, she's going to be here after the break, but before we get there, let's talk to some of the listeners who maybe just have a tangential knowledge of coaching and are not super familiar. So Jay, you and I both have coaches. Well, I'm on your team and we have team coaching and you also have a personal coach and you've been a part of coaching for many years now. So sure. tell me a little bit about your experience. What is real estate coaching and, and why is it a good thing? Well, coaching, Gabe, is like literally just an outside viewpoint. It's a barometer. It's it's a measuring stick of your business. Uh, you know, you don't... It, you don't expect to be the number one golfer on the PGA tour and not have a swing coach. You don't expect, you know, the Cleveland Cavaliers to go out and win the NBA championship and not have a guy sitting on the bench that says who plays and when. Right now, some would argue that LeBron James is the the floor general. Okay. Right. And Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and, you know, Steph Curry and people like that. Um, but they've all got a coach. But they've all got a coach. So it doesn't matter how good you are. You've got a coach. Now, unbelievable statistic to quote. And I know we're not big on quoting statistics, or we're big on saying we're not big on quoting statistics. Sure. <laughs> which basically means we always quote statistics. But let's hear it. Yeah. So, so I became aware before a talk I gave at the 
Remax convention a few years ago. They asked me to, to speak on a, a specific topic. And so in my research for this talk, I became aware of a statistic that pertained to the NBA and, you know, Kentuckians, man, we like our basketball, right? right. So, but this is NBA basketball and three of probably the top 10 of all time NBA basketball players, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and Shaquille O'Neal amassed a total of 12 championships in their respective careers combined. Okay. Of those 12 championships, one man coached 11 of them. Wow. And that's Phil Jackson. Of course, everybody knows that, right? But I think that illustrates the power of coaching. And now we're not talking about a new to the industry real estate professional that has never written a contract and needs somebody to teach them how to do everything. We're talking about the absolute best of the best all time players in their field, right? Still requiring a coach and their success hinged so definitely on this one person's presence and influence, it's just staggering, man. I think it speaks to coaching's value. So coaching is not necessarily just for beginners or people new to the business that need direction. This is for industry leaders that want to sharpen their skills, right? It's for everyone, Gabe. It's for everyone. It's for everyone. If you're serious, right? If you're serious and I would, I would, I have no doubt because I've heard her speak to this topic before when we have Debbie on here in a little bit, she'll tell you that it's for everyone. Yeah. It's not just for the best of the best and it's not just for the brand new. It's not for the people that have plateaued looking to get over the hump. It's for everyone. If you're serious, get a coach. There you go. Well, it's for everyone and everyone can probably see the immediate benefits of having a coach, but there's a barrier to entry, right? It's not, it's not cheap. Is that right? To hire a coach? It depends. Because, I mean, we're talking about taking the very valuable time of, uh, like we said, someone that's at the top of their game. So for someone who's listening that has heard of coaching, is interested, but uh, like newer in the business or it's not really in their budget right now, how can they get started and and how do you justify the cost personally? Okay, so let me take a step back. Have you ever had something that was expensive but not valuable? Yes, unfortunately. (laughs) So that's the same way with coaching as it is with anything. You can pay a lot of money for a bad coach. So yes, there are barriers to entry. We've talked about in previous episodes, barriers to entry on the industry being too low, lowering the bar and the need to raise the bar. So you can get a bad coach for a lot of money. You can spend a little bit of money and get a bad coach. You know, the thing that averages out is how interested or committed you are right? Interest begets commitment and how committed you are to improving. And look, I know people that hired a coach on day one. They they left or were asked to leave or had no choice but to leave a high paying salary job and are introduced to the real estate market because they have no choice. Okay. And hired a coach with money they didn't have that ultimately led to all the difference, Right. And probably more transactions, more income. Shot out of a cannon, Gabe. Yeah. I know a guy. I won't call him by name. Maybe we'll have him on the show one day. Actually, he would be a good guest for the show. That hired a coach on day one in the industry, closed 36 transactions in a luxury market his first year, now has a team that closes close to 200 transactions. And the guy probably, I mean, literally, that very scenario, he lost 
his opportunity to continue his previous job through no fault of his own made 300 and some odd thousand dollars his first year in real estate, but he didn't have a two pennies to rub together the day he hired a coach. So there's the answer. You hire a good coach. It pays for itself in the ad of business. Absolutely. Now, but you mentioned bad coaches. So how do you make sure you're getting a good coach? What do you look for in a coach? How do you get a good anything? Well, research, study, but research, study, gut, but decision. This is like you said, it's a big commitment and I don't want to dud, right? So how do I, how do I make sure that the coach I'm getting is right for me? Okay. So most coaches with reputable organizations are good. The difference is you. Mm. So, so check yourself. Okay. Decide how vulnerable you're prepared to be. Okay. Don't be like I was when I first started and be resistant to change. Think you know it all. Like if you're hiring a coach, there's a reason. And that was going to make me say this too. We have listeners who are probably a little resistant and, you know, self-help mumbo jumbo is not for them. They don't do the seminars. They don't do the rah-rah. So for them, is coaching even right for them or are they going to have to check themselves in a real way before it'll ever be beneficial? Well, the answer is it can be right for them. And yes, they'll have to check themselves. A little bit of both. The moment that the fear, the pain, you've heard me talk about this, how pain is a motivating factor, the consequence, the outcome, they don't like it. They don't like what they see coming down the pike. They'll try anything. Okay. That's motivation. The attainment of something you, you consciously want to, to get, whether it be money or, you know, status or whatever, none of that, all that's great. But it doesn't motivate you like pain motivates you. Absolutely. So so I'm not into self-help mumbo jumbo. Okay. Sounds like someone who's not prepared to check themselves to get the result they're looking for. And they're not committed. They're interested. Mm, I like that. Very, very big distinction. And guess who taught me that? My coach. Well, there you go. Speaking of coaches, Debbie is going to be with us when we come back. We're going to have her on the phone, and she's going to tell us all about her experience with coaching and some more things you might want to know from someone who's been in the industry for a while now. So stay with us. We'll be right back with Debbie Holloway. And everyone, we're back. So I am so, so happy and honored to bring to you our guest for the day, uh, Miss Debbie Holloway. Debbie is a senior coach with and national speaker with Tom Ferry. She is also head of Team Plus Coaching, and you can also check her out on Facebook under the group of Women Influencing Real Estate, which is an, a wonderful event that they put on. Debbie has been selling real estate for over 25 years. Almost any facet of the real estate business she has experience, whether it be company owner, land developer, uh, sold a lot of real estate, served on a lot of, uh, a lot of boards, just a very, very influential person in our industry. Debbie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So Debbie, we, we've been talking about and our, our listeners have heard, um, you know, some of my opinions with respect to our today's topic, which is coaching, something that you're very uniquely qualified to speak to. I have a very broad question for you, and I'm just interested in your opinion. What do you see as the single biggest value that agents take away from coaching? Gosh, the single biggest value that I think agents take from coaching is that they're not on an island alone. I mean, we're in a business where you have to compete directly against the same people you are needing to work with. And many times an agent, they can't go in the office and have 
people say, oh my gosh, I am using this system and it's making me a lot of money. Here, you do the same thing so we can compete against each other. That doesn't happen. Sure. So I think it. I think what's great about coaching is it allows an agent to feel like they're not on an island alone in this industry. There's somebody that can help them, can help them grow their business, can give them new tools and ideas to implement, and can be there as a support system for them because there's a lot of ups and downs in real estate. Sure, sure. I totally get that. And, you know, more specifically, Debbie, and, and it's been a central theme and topic throughout our show is the advent of teams within real estate. And I know, again, uniquely qualified, you're the head of Team Plus Coaching for Tom Ferry, the largest coaching organization in the country. More specifically, I guess, how do teams benefit from coaching? Well, one of the things that I created when I took on the team program for Tom Ferry was we as agents learn how to sell houses or commercial or land or whatever it may be. As agents, though, there is no one out there saying, how do you build a business? How do you act as the CEO? How do you train people and bring them up to work with you? Um, no one really does that or offers that. So what I set up in the program is, as a team leader, as the CEO, you get four calls a month. Your sales agents get two calls a month. Your admin get a call a month. And then we do monthly mastermind calls with your marketing people, with your sales agents. So we're trying to bring a ton of value to the entire team. That's why our system is one team, one coach. So if I'm coaching you, Jay, I'm also coaching your sales agents. So we all are on the same page. Sure. And I think you win bigger that way. Plus, I think it takes a lot off of the team leader because now someone who's been very strong in sales is thinking, okay, I've got to manage. I've got to inspire. I've got to hold them accountable. I've got to deal with the issues that come up. Some of that you have to do. A lot of that we can take off of you. No, I, I totally get it, Debbie. And you know, if you go back a couple of weeks, we had a, a gentleman on the show by the name of Tom Tool, and, and I'm not afraid to say I'm a member of Team Plus Coaching at Tom Ferry. So is Tom Tool. That's where we met. And I think he and I, and the topic that he and I and Gabe discussed was, you know, a, a, essentially a team model that doesn't work, you know, which is the exact opposite of what you've just said. We called it the minion model. And I think mm -hmm. one team, one coach allows for the, the appropriate team structure to develop and the right mm -hmm. skills to be transferred from the leader to the, the team members. So I, I think you're spot on with that. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what I think is an added benefit. You get to meet people like Tom, who is a mega agent in the Philadelphia area. So when Tom wants to refer people to Louisville or maybe buy investment property here, he knows who he's going to go to. So the whole opportunity to interact with other top agents and get great ideas and share referrals it's huge, you know, from the the business you've done and just in referrals from this group. Right. So obviously there's tons of benefits to having your entire team engaged in coaching, uh, but it's also a huge commitment. So my, I guess my question is, Debbie, in your opinion, Jay and I talked about this a little bit before the break, but is there a point where it's too early to jump into coaching with your team? Do you need to be at some sort of baseline success level before you bring on a coach? Uh, what do you say to that? I don't, I th I don't think... I think coaching is great at any level. The, the biggest success stories that I can share with you are people that have been in the business two weeks or two months um, or six months 
and they decide, decide to sign up for coaching. And they don't sign up for team coaching. They sign up for something that's just with them twice a month or with them every week. Their rate of growth is so much more accelerated than someone who's been in the business for five years and has bad habits. It's good for them too. But I think the earlier you realize that trying to do this alone isn't going to work if your goal is to sell more houses and make more profit. Now, if your goal is, hey, I just want to dabble, do my own investments, you know, work with a few friends. I say to that, good for you. Coaching probably isn't for you. It really depends a lot on what you want. We have some people that join coaching simply because they want to figure out how to have a life again, how to have more balance and see their family more. They're not necessarily wanting to do more deals. They just want to figure out how to balance it better. So there are many different reasons that people come to coaching and many different programs that they can get involved in. So you've been and you've been behind coaching tons of different teams and have overseen a lot of it. You you almost answered my question a minute there, but I want to go a little deeper. What what's the type of person or the type of team that gets the most out of coaching? What what type of personality I guess is going to benefit the most from what coaching can provide? I think it's I don't think it's a personality type. And I'm glad you brought that up because I think one of the great things we teach in coaching is how to understand others' personality types so that you can help them in this big decision they make in buying and selling. I don't think it's a personality type, though. I think it's the depth of desire. You're willing to say, I'm going to put aside the stories I've been telling myself. I'm going to put all that aside. And I want to step up to see what's available for me. I think back to when I signed up for coaching, I was divorced. I didn't have money. I had to borrow money to pay taxes that year. I had a a son that I was raising and um, I was a mess. I was working 12 hour days and I just didn't see where this was going to work for me. And a really good, wonderful woman said, go with me to this event. It's in Atlanta. And I said, I don't have the money. She said, listen, I'll front you. Just go. So I went. And at that event, that's where I met Tom Ferry. And that's where I signed up for coaching. Because I thought if these people who I don't even know how they do real estate, they don't seem like they're that smart. They just seem like they're the everyday person like me can do 100 deals. I should be able to figure this out. But I can't figure it out on my own in the little company that I'm with. Great company, great people, but they weren't providing me with what I needed. And so that caused me to sign up for coaching because I had a desire to change an outcome. Well, Debbie, I, I, I totally hear where you're coming from. And I've, I've certainly heard the story. And for those of you that haven't had the pleasure of seeing Debbie speak on stage, it's a very compelling story. And I, I, uh, I encourage you to take whatever opportunity you can find to hear her speak. But Debbie, you, you touched on something that really resonates with me. You know, I, I, as a real estate professional, never lacked desire, never lacked the willingness to work, never lacked, you know, direction, um, albeit sometimes misguided direction. And and one of the things I've found from coaching, because as you know, I've been a part of coaching for, for some time now, is learning by observing as much as be, by being directed. So I think I think some people, myself included, going back to personality types, I'm a high, high D. And mm-hmm. I don't always like being told what to do. If you listen to the show, you can probably imagine that. Um, I don't mind hearing my own voice. So I, I am quite opinionated. But 
being able to observe those that have come before you, experience things that you haven't, and being able to learn from that has been just as valuable to me as the direction I've been provided by my individual coach. But with a mm-hmm. good coach on top of that, it can be really groundbreaking. Um, I, I think you touched on that. That really, that really kind of meant a lot to me. So would you say that those that are resistant um, to receive that direct kind of instruction should shy away from coaching or should they lean into it like I did? Well, I, I, I wouldn't, I don't think anyone should shy away from coaching. When you look at any successful athlete, any successful athlete, sure. at some point in their career of being coached, they've resisted. And when you resist, it just simply means you're unsure or you're afraid. And it's okay. It's okay to be that way. It's okay to say, I don't think you can help me. But if you never open that door, you have no idea what opportunity lies on the other side. Absolutely. And many people keep all those doors closed and then they wonder why they're beating their head against the wall and not getting where they want to go. Sure. I'm kind of reminded, I I often go back to this quote. It's a Mark Twain quote. And if you've heard you know, episodes of the podcast, you've heard me reference the big short. It's a movie that I really like about the foreclosure crisis. And I lived through that. And Debbie, as you, as you know, I was uniquely, uh, participatory and, in liquidating a lot of those properties. But at the very end of that book, uh, that movie, a quote from Mark Twain comes on the screen and it says, it ain't what you don't know that gets you in trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. And so for Mm -hmm. me getting into coaching, I had tons of, misheld kind of truths and conceptions that coaching helped destroy for me and allowed me to grow. So that was a big thing mm-hmm. of my maturation in coaching. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I really appreciate uh, the notion there. So let me ask you this, just some, some more detailed stuff about coaching. Are mo- is most coaching one-to-one? Is it one-to-many? And I, I know the answers as far as Tom Ferry goes, but why don't you tell our listeners what does coaching look like for them? Well, coaching is a one-on-one 30-minute call twice a month, every week, depending on what you want to sign up for. So um, it's with the coach. Now, does that mean that's the only time you talk to them? No, there's homework in between. There's there's accountability that goes on. There's so much that goes on with it. So it's not, it's not as simple as you might think. Uh, but the basic part of it is a 30-minute is a call. So it's, so it's, it's they have an opportunity to be one to one with someone who has the experience and capability like yourself and uh to to impart wisdom upon their business give direction if necessary um so let me ask you this you say it's not the only time you speak with them so if they text you uh because they're having a unique problem one of your clients how do you handle that how do you how do you balance that with your clients i've gotten several texts just while we're talking right now because they're required to check in. They are required to check in with me. So it's that accountability that they may not love, but they know they need. Yeah. And here's the thing. You can learn to love a lot if you have the desire. And I think that's the bottom line. You you have to have the desire to go where you want to go. And if you don't have that desire, there's nothing wrong with that either. Like I said, there are some people that don't need coaching because it's not what they want. And there's some people that do. There are more people out there, though, that resist it simply because 
they're fearful. Well, it, what? And I've had people say this to me. Well, what if it changes my life and I'm doing so much business, but I don't have time for my family? I'm losing my family. That's a that's a very real fear that many people have. Well, Debbie, let me ask you this too. Jay and I are both familiar with your story and, and how coaching impacted you. What would you say from your experience as a coach and being someone that's in charge of other coaches? What would you say the big success story that you always come back to is from your experience in coaching? I had a gal in Baltimore that I went up there to speak to her company. And it was November five years ago. And after I spoke, she and her husband came up to me and she said, I've always resisted coaching because I felt like it was a bunch of know-it-all people that were going to tell me to do stuff I didn't want to do. But she said, I can tell from uh, just watching you and listening to you that you have a deep heart. And she said, I've got to tell you, I have um, I've done 12 deals this year and I've averaged 12 deals for the last 15 years. And my husband here just quit his tech job to come to work with me. And I'm scared. And I thought to myself, I'd be scared, too. On 12 deals a year, you can't provide for both of you. But I didn't say that to her. I said, so what would be the solution for you? She said, I need somebody that will help me, but not be mean to me and not talk down to me. And she had all these things to say about what she didn't want. And I said, well, it sounds to me like you are absolutely perfect for coaching. When do you want to begin? And that was it. And she went from 12 deals to 136 deals 12 months later. The following year, she did 250 deals, she and her husband, and they're averaging 500 deals a year now. And it was it was solely from her desire. You could hear in her voice the, 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 the fear of, oh, my God, I need help. And I'm afraid that if I get it, I won't like what they're going to tell me to do. And that's normal. People feel that way. And one of the beauties about our coaching program, and there's many different coaching programs you can get involved in, is that we believe there's no wrong way to sell real estate. We want to take what you're currently doing and supersize it and enhance it and give you tools and techniques to make it better. And will we introduce new things? Absolutely. And you can decide whether or not you want to do them. This isn't a trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. We work with what your strengths are. And then we grow from there. That's perfect. That's perfect, Debbie. I, I really appreciate that because, you know, I can sit here and share with our listeners my journey with coaching and how it's impacted my business. And it's been substantial. And I know you know that. But mm-hmm. um, I, I like to hear and I, I know the people that you're speaking of. They're wonderful people. And as, as a matter of fact, our listeners may hear from them on our show one day. But what you're saying, it's not coaching is not about influence. It's about impact. It, it totally is. It totally is. Remember the conversation. I can remember where I was on the Interstate 64 when you called and said, I don't know. I'm thinking about getting into coaching. And I just, I don't know. Do you, I remember that conversation. Do you? Oh, absolutely. I, I remember the conversation I had with my first, first coach when I told him that we were too much alike and we'd end up hating each other. And, and so, but those, again, those are misheld conceptions, beliefs that just weren't true. And I had to let go of them to allow myself to grow and coaching itself. It, you know, I'm, I'm a proponent and, and a, and a fan of Tom Ferry coaching. Obviously Debbie is as well. Um, 
But there are lots of good coaches out there, lots of good coaching companies. The truth is becoming vulnerable, offering yourself up to criticism is how you grow. And any good coach worth their salt, like Debbie, like, you know, the coaches that we've worked with, they're going to come from a place of impact, not influence. They're not going to tell you what to do. They're going to read what you need and help you get it. That's what coaching is mm-hmm. all about. And, and you know, Fortune 500 CEOs have coaches. They don't know oh, it all. Yeah. Coaches, they coaches they have they coaches. Wouldn't think for, yeah, they wouldn't think, I have a coach. Everybody, uh, listen, you wouldn't say to your child, great, we got you a bicycle, no training wheels, good luck, you'll figure it out. You wouldn't do that. You don't just throw them in the you, pool and teach them to swim. They, they, they have to have no. lessons. Right. So, so everybody in their lifetime has a variety of coaches. Sometimes they don't even realize it. I heard it, I heard it said really well once that the, the presence of, or the lack of coaching still costs you. Hmm. So, so you can pay for a coach or you can pay for not having a coach. I thought that was a pretty interesting quote. I like that. I think one of the things that's interesting is if I was going, if I were going to ask someone to help what, what what is the one thing I'd want help with? And I encourage everybody, find me on Facebook, sure. send me a message, ask me, ask me what you feel you need. What's that one question that you think, God, if somebody could just help me with that, I would feel like I could move forward. I'm happy to coach people. I'm happy to share with people. I do it all the time. And I think that many of us get caught in, I can't ask it. No one will help me. Um, I don't want to pay for it. All of those hallucinations that go through our head that don't mean anything other than I'm, I'm trying to resist the fear. Yeah. Debbie, that's perfect. And, you know, you're so right on. I, I really want to thank you for being on the show today. This was amazing. Uh, that I know you're a very busy lady and you you travel all over the country speaking to audiences uh, just like ours. And, and for you to take the time is very, very uh, gracious of you. And I do appreciate you coming on the show. Everybody check out Debbie on Facebook. You can find her. You can find Tom Ferry coaching at tomferry.com. Uh, again, Debbie is the head of team plus coaching. They have several different levels. You're more than welcome to check it out. Um, you know, just because we participate with Tom Ferry doesn't mean that that's where you have to go, but it's certainly one of the best out there. And I wouldn't, wouldn't shy away from saying that at all. Debbie, anything else before you go? Just thank you very much for letting me participate and share today. And like, like you said, go to Facebook, check out Debbie Holloway. Let's be friends. Ask questions if you want. I'm happy to help. Okay. Well, ho- hopefully we didn't keep you too long. I know you got enough, you got no, no, things no. to do. <laughs> I do have a few things, but it's all good. All good, Debbie. Thank you. All right. Thanks. All right. Well, another big thank you to Debbie for joining us here on the show today. That's all the time we've got for today's episode. But if you heard something that's made you more curious about coaching, make sure to head over to resourcepodcast.net. In the show notes underneath today's episode, there's going to be some links uh, to Tom Ferry Coaching and some more information about Debbie so that you can learn more about what we talked about in today's episode. And remember, if you ever have questions directly for Jay or I, you can send us an email. You can find us on the website. There's plenty of ways to get in touch with us, and we definitely want your feedback. And definitely come back next week. We're going to circle back to one of my favorite topics, real estate investing. Yes, back by popular demand. Going to get a little more deep into it, a little yeah. more, little more specific. You'll little... remember we were in Real Estate 201, 
last time class was in session, so we're heading up to 301 in, in next week's episode. A little more strategic implementation, less theory. I, I kind of I love implementation. Theory without implementation doesn't really work. But yeah. No, come back and join us. Uh, hope you enjoyed today's episode. And keep an eye on the website, guys. Looking, We might have something new dropping for you here pretty soon. Yep. I want to tease that. But. Yep. Resourcepodcast.net. Don't forget. All right. That's it for today. Join us next time on Resource. Real talk about real estate. See you guys. See you, folks.